Rachamon and Libaba'i means Hashem desires we do a mitzvah with our heart. Yet we are also taught that Hamaisahua Iker, action is the most important thing. How do these both coincide? This is a question in Hasidus. It's not a question in Yiddish, guys. It's a question in Hasidus. The Balshemtiv's most famous slogan is Rachamon Libaba'i. Our Rebbe's most famous slogan is And the Rebbe goes as far as to say that the Alt Rebbe already said it. In other words, the Rebbe doesn't argue that he's creating or inventing this emphasis, but it's always been that way. And the truth of the matter is that these two ideas, which are all, both axioms, cornerstones of the Hasidic approach, are contradictory. Rachamon Aliba Boy is the exact opposite of Amaisa Ho'iker. What is the meaning of Rachamon Aliba? What does that phrase mean? That phrase means that the Abishtar is interested in Emes. And Emes is very subjective, it's very personal. A person can be a very big London and a very big Mahadir uh, B'mitzvah, very frum. And there's a lack of Emes for a lot of reasons. Number one, he's doing it less. Yeah, he wants people to see. Number two, he's not so genuine in it. In other words, inside of himself, he doubts it. Or number three, considering his madrega, he could be doing much more. And a simple yid is doing Yiddishkeit on a simple level. He doesn't know a lot and he's not that through. But what he does comes from the Etzem HaNashom. There's a famous story with the Baal Shem Tev, that in the middle of the Seder he laughed. Before his Bashan, the Mitten said, Allah Keton. He laughed in the middle of a seder, what happened? There was a couple who had no idea how to make a seder. And the two of them sat down and they drank four cups of wine and they ate the kazayis matzah, they ate the kazayis murder, they ate the the shokhanerich. That's what they just, they just, they ate and drank, they didn't know what else to do. So naturally they were quite chicken. So he got up and he danced with his wife. And the Baal Shem Tev saw this. And the Baal Shem Tev saw the incredible nachasruch that the Ebishta had lamaila from this. Now, that's not how you make a seder. But in this seder, there was more emes than in many sadodim that are done with incredible order, and with incredible patience, and incredible deliberateness, and so on and so forth. And that's the point of Rachamon Aliba boy, that the Balshemtiv was looking for the Nagodasa emes. And the Balshemtiv argued that in a simple Nepitas from a Yid Poshut, from a Ish Poshut, the line the Pshitas Atmas, oftentimes the simplest people are the closest to the truth. And then expression Yiddish, Abyssal Vein, a.k.a. Klug is nent a little bit less of a smart aleck, a lot closer to the truth. That's the meaning of Rachman Aliba boy. That's what it means. What is the meaning of Amaisa Ho'ikir? The meaning of Amaisa Ho'ikir is a very simple thing. When you do an act that the Abishta said, there is only one reason that you do it. Because Hashem said, in no level of the neshama is there the kind of submission, the kind of bittle. Putting aside your wish for the wish of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like when you're doing an action. You could do something else and you're doing what the Ebesheh says. This is one of the most underemphasized pieces of the whole Tanya. 
for some reason. The Rebbe talked about it a lot, but you don't hear Mashpim for bringing about it much. The Rebbe says in Tanya, any time any Jew does any mitzvah, it's an act of Mesiris Nefesh. Mesiris Nefesh. He brings that another kind of Shama. Any time you do any mitzvah, nefesh. Why? Because I could have done something else. And I chose to do what you wanted. And in that act, there's a great sacrifice. So has within itself an aspect of submission where I'm basically putting God before me. I'm doing what He wants as opposed to what I want. So is not Heart, it's not pnimis, it's not what I feel and what I experience, but it's emes. There's more emes in Hamaisa than in anything else. And of course, there's another aspect to that. And that is that in Hamaisa is emes on one level because from the perspective of the person, I'm doing what Hashem wants rather than what I want, and that's emes. But in terms of the effect that it has on the world, the idea that you take a physical thing and use it in the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is also the ultimate emes because you're bringing the Ebesha to the lowest madrege. So there's a very big difference between the Baal Shem Tev slogan, Rachman Alibaboy, and the Rebbe's obsession, absolute obsession, because in the Rebbe's world, the only thing that matters is action. And in the Baal Shem Tev's language, all he's looking for is a, a little emes in the heart. But the Rebbe is saying the same thing the Baal Shem Tev is saying. The deepest emes in the heart is available in a mice. Or if I can use it in a different language. We live in an age that Yidna Nebuch so estranged and Yidna so disconnected that they don't even know what to feel. They don't even know that there is a thing of feeling, elikus, emes. And the Rebbe says, meet such a Jew and do a mitzvah with him, a physical act. And you think that physical act is meaningless. But that physical act is the deepest expression of emes that that youth can muster. And it is the quickest way, it's the shortest route between that person's consciousness and his midas emes and his rachman boy. The Baal was talking to Yidin who were very involved. But they were simple. He says, look at the inside and the outside. The Rebbe says, you meet Yidin who don't even know there's a Neshama. They don't even know there's Elokos. Do a mitzvah. In that action, you open up the Liba, which Rachman Aboy, about which the Baal Shem Tev spoke about, like nothing more, nothing, nothing else in the universe. It's a, it's a story which is in the previous Rebbe's letters, Igiris Kedish, where he tells a story of a Chosid, of the Alta Rebbe and the Mittler Rebbe, the Tzemach Tzedek, whose name was Rebbe Isaac Homler. He reads like Isaac Halevi Epstein Homel. He was uh, Elter Chassid, a great Chassid. He was probably older than the Mitla Rebbe. He was much older than the Tzemach Tzedek. Yet the Tzemach Tzedek was the Rebbe and he was the Chassid. The Tzemach Tzedek sent him once on a Shlichus to the Holy Ruzhenar, we saw the who was seven years younger than the Tzemach Tzedek. So the Isaac Homler was probably 25 years his senior. But Rabbi Eisel was no fool. Rabbi Eisel understood that age is not an issue when you're talking about a tzaddik alien. A shtick fire, a shtick yatlachai. So when he spent his Shabbos in Ruzhin, he made a decision. And the decision was that he would pay attention with his Eina Pekicha, with his very precise capacity to notice to every Hanhog of the Helika Ruzhin, to learn all kinds of inyonim. 
And he came back to Lubavitch and repeated many stories which have become a part of Chabad lore about the Helech Erujan Nereb. And one of the things that happened that weekend was Sunday morning. The Seder by the Erujan Nereb was that he didn't have a regular Gabbai. Instead he had what was called a Makurav. A Makurav was really a rotation. Regular chsidim took turns, each one got a certain number of weeks, where they acted in lieu of the Gabbai, and then they would take turns, that's how it was. Sunday had to get private. Sunday was a tish, chsidim came, and each one presented himself to the Ruzhin Rebbe, and the Makurav was in between. You had to bring your issue to the Makurav, who were presented to the Ruzhin Rebbe, and it was done in public. Two of the chsidim both wrote svarim, and they wanted haskamas, they wanted approval, they wanted... Uh, copyright protection from the Ruzhin Rebbe, which is what Haskamas were in those days. So the Makurav announces that the Heilike Ruzhin, two Chesidim wrote Svarim, one wrote a Sefer of Chedusha Teda, Lamdis, and the other wrote a Sefer of Sipurei Tzadikim, stories of Tzadikim. Now, if you could imagine what it means, a Sefer of Lamdis 200 years ago, it, it must have been extraordinary goyness, not like today, yeah? So the Rishon says to the Makurav, read from the Sefer of Sipurei Tzadikim. So he reads some stories, and the Rishon comments on the stories he reads and tells a few other stories of his own. And then the Rishon says, now read from the Sefer of Chedusha Teda. So the Makurav began to read, and he read a little bit, and the Rishon began to expound on the Chedusha Teda with great goyness, great chrifus and kiyas. And then he told the Makurav to write two haskamas, two letters,